So politically correct. A YouTube sensation. Yeah. And not a fan of getting wrecked twice. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Nobody is. <laughs> Mr. Jack yeah. Hewitt, uh, if you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be? Uh, I'm full. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean... Three bananas, you can't say no more. You know, you don't get bad food here, so. All right. <laughs> the atmosphere is great. You like the cheese curds. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, yeah. they were good. The atmosphere yeah. was good. How was the conversation? It was even better, you know? Oh, oh you And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. <laughs> And welcome to one more episode of Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley. I'm Sean Heckman. And we made our way across the country this year to the tune of 25,000 miles. Yes, 25,000 miles having lunch and dinner with your favorite folks in the sport. And when it comes to fan favorites, well, there is a legend. I mean, a legend of the dirt track scene. None other than Jack Hewitt. Jack Hewitt is a basically a staple of the Eldora and the USAC sprint car scene, basically from the 70s all the way until the early 2000s. Absolutely. Jack Hewitt has won and seen everything in the sport since he's been in it so long, and he's absolutely considered one of the greatest of all time. He's the only person to ever win the four crown. Which means he's literally won on the same day at one of the biggest events in the sport in four categories all at once, back to back to back. He's a triple crown winner, which is a big deal in USAC. He's driven in the Indianapolis 500. And probably one of the greatest things about Jack is also the thing that gave us the most work in the edit. He's probably more known for being a larger than life personality. And when we say larger than life, we're saying this having zero clue what stories are gonna edit okay and what stories we have to leave out because this dude does not hold back speaking his mind. He's just from another era. It's the only way to put it. Jack Hewitt, is of that Bobby Unser level of, I'm gonna say what I think, and that's not my problem if you don't like it. And we have to think about sponsors. And if you hear what we just said, that means this episode is not for the light at heart or little kitties. Yep, so, if you're easily offended, yeah, yeah go ahead and press the uh, next episode button. Yep, but in the meantime, if you're not, you're gonna have some fun. Yeah, so you know who is uh, a lot of fun? Huh. You. You know, you know why you're fun? Why is that? Because you take us to karaoke bars. I, I single-handedly take us to karaoke yeah, bars, Yeah, you yes. picked three bananas. I picked three bananas Crescent, in Crescent City, Florida. Right, yeah. because you wanted to sing karaoke that with Jack That was Hewitt. why I chose right. three bananas in Crescent City, Florida. Right. I had a, uh, well, this is true. You did. I had a chicken sandwich. You had a buffalo chicken sandwich. Yep. Uh, I had the same without the buffalo. Right. But I did, in fact, have a chicken sandwich. Because you're allergic realties. to buffalo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And uh, it was lovely because we talked about a bunch of things, including meeting Ari Leyendike. Box office. If that makes the edit. Uh, being the official team fighter for the city of Troy, Ohio. 300 other fighting stories, even though he claims to only have been in six. And kissing. <laughs> 
now, one other thing to mention, uh, just because he does make reference to it and makes a lot of jokes, and if you don't know Jack's story, uh, Jack did suffer a major crash in 2002, which uh, left quite a bit of paralysis on his right side, and he makes a lot of jokes about that, so if you don't know that, it may not translate, so understand he's making reference to the fact that he can't use a lot of the right side of his body in a few of the comments that he makes. Having said that, when it comes to legends and driving, thank you to Haley Castro Neves for getting us to Crescent City, Florida. Hey, we're not stopping. We're making a really good time. What, what did he drive us in? Uh, I think it was a... Well, it's the car we're in now. Oh, okay. Because he's still driving. Right. It's a... It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an accurate. It is an Acura MDX. Yeah. You both drive for them. Right, we do. And uh, I feel like there's oil on this car, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. What British kind? Valvoline. Okay. Yeah, totally Valvoline. There's a lot of Valvoline. There's de- it, definitely Valvoline. It's I the d- original motor I oil, I definitely right? put Valvoline okay. in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, let's pay some more bills. Okay. What's on? Continental tires. Continental tire? Yeah. That's Con- what I, I mean, like, I mean, let's be honest. They came on Continental tires. They did. But because we're so sponsored, I ordered newer yeah. Continental tires right. just to put Continental tires on my Continental tires. I get the Continental tires. You see tire what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, that's the kind of the... Uh, I know you've said it 12 times, but yeah. you got to do the thing. Okay. Continental tire. Cross contact. LX tires. Brace yourselves. This is Jack Hewitt. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. There he comes. Yeah. (laughs) He's got the Trump shirt on. (laughs) We're we're singing. Yeah, Yeah, you and I are going to go up there. (laughs) Hey, yeah, you guys over here, wherever. Do you have any idea what the hell you're doing? Yeah. Huh? Me? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any idea what the hell you're doing with us? Hey, talking. That's what I'm good at. Yeah. That's what we heard. <laughs> hey, we heard. They asked me, they say, hey, would you mind doing a short interview? I say, hell, I don't know. I never did one of them. <laughs> be the first time. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah, short one. Cool. So how far away are you guys from here? About four miles just right. north. Yeah, we're just right up the road. Okay. Yeah, this is nice. We like yeah. it. Yeah. It's a big big city here in Crescent. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a horse, ain't it? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So I understand you're big into bass fishing. Is that the deal? Yes, bass fishing. Yeah. It's taking a place of racing. So, yeah. And it's like having a hand job instead of a piece of ass. <laughs> so, and here's the deal. The only thing, it's all right. It's better than nothing now. I'm I'll take it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hand job's still yeah. a job. Hand job and zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Right. Yeah, but yeah. the only thing everybody has in common, you know, when we had our two-seater. Uh-huh. I had everybody. I've had housewife, policeman, um, Tommy's mother. I mean, just every every truck driver made no difference. We've had well, the only thing that we have in common is sex. So all my analogies <laughs> revert all, back to that. Yeah, hey, so you do all right in our car. Right? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. So we we get along real well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I, also an eight year old boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So. Uh, so bass fishing is the is the replacement for racing, and this is the bass fish capital. What's the what's the deal with Crescent City? Well, they say that, but this lake's more known for its crappie. Okay. Um, they say it's the bass capital mm-hmm. world, but Lake George over here is just like that. I call it eleven pounder. My wife's called eleven five. Okay. Yeah. And so there is some big fish here, and a yeah. lot of them, and uh, and it's just and like I said, the BAS comes down to Palaka yep. once a year, and. Uh, it's just a great place. You I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. How often are you fishing? Well, when we get going right now, I'm trying to get my honeydew done before Jody gets down here. Right, and, right. Uh, 
But once we go, if the weather's halfway decent, we try to. We'll probably go at least five times a week, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It ain't. You know, we don't have to, but if we can, we will. For sure, because you guys spend half the year in Ohio, and then the colder months down here. Or yeah. Well, it started out. I'd come down for three weeks, uh-huh. and then it come four, and then the five, and then Jody retired. And now we're up to seven, and yeah. with any luck, I'm going to make it Keep eight or nine. Yeah. Going, yeah. I tell people I don't even want to see snow on a Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and now I'm not sure I want to see a frost. You yeah. Know? Right, right. right. And I don't like the four seasons. I don't need them red leaves falling. All that. Yeah. I want it green. I, I hear you. I hear you, man. I want it green and keep going. Yeah. So I, I heard a rumor that the, the story on you is Heinz is the only ketchup. Yep. And Wendy's is the only burger. Yeah, but Wendy's is faltering right now. Okay. You know, they were known as hot and juicy. Sure, yep, yep. Well, now they're not. They lay there for 15 minutes, and they're, you can't get The only way you get them now, when you go there, you got to ask for them fresh. Okay. And wait for them, because if not, they're dry and everything else. They're like everybody else's hamburger. Sure, sure. So, so what's they, the point? They've dropped down, yeah. And Chick-fil-A's yeah. kind of picking up on them, so okay. they better, better pick up the pace. I right, don't, right. I don't want to give up on them, but. but. <laughs> so we do this road. This is a road trip, right? Mm-hmm. So we've been driving around the country doing this, and we've been doing this for like seven years now. And so we were wondering, we, we talked to Schrader the other night, and he, he kind of gave us the bull. I eat healthy stuff in the in the car, but like if you're on the road all the time, you don't have time to stop and like really sit down because you got to get to the next race. We got to get to the next podcast, right? So we eat a lot of car crap. What's the go-to meal at Wendy's for you? Well, I had a double cheeseburger and French fries. Now yeah. that whether I'm on the road, if I'm home, my wife's a great cook, uh-huh. but I, I don't eat. I'm the worst eater in the world. Yeah, These I'm with guys. You. Today we went over to Gainesville. Uh-huh. And they're eating some kind of Cajun stuff. I can't even tell you what. I had a cheeseburger. <laughs> I mean, they were you going to taste it? No, I'm not eating that crap. I, yeah. I've got, I don't eat vegetables. I don't <laughs> eat fruit much. I mean, I'm looking yeah, at my future. You know, and, and yeah. I can, you know, like, I eat a few, but I don't eat enough to say I'm healthy. You right, know? right. And, uh, and like that, I don't drink water. I don't drink Coke. <laughs> I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Oh, Luckily, because okay. I just don't like the taste of okay. any of yeah, okay. okay. You know, we went to a physical. Mm hmm up here for the VA in Palaka and uh, the lady said would you you know they're looking for something they said would you smoke I said I never smoked well do you drink I said I don't drink I said look I'm gonna make it easy I don't drink coffee I don't drink juice I don't drink milk I don't drink water I said all I drink is diet coke (laughs) oh she said you gotta drink water I said I don't drink water I drink diet coke (laughs) and she says well why don't you like water I said, because I just don't like the taste of it. Well, she said, did you ever try them little flavored packets to dump in them? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I said, have they got one that tastes like Diet Coke? (laughs) (laughs) She gave up. She didn't try to preach to me no more. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, she didn't preach no more. All right, so I'm hearing burgers, Chick-fil-A. I assume you're getting chicken sandwiches there. Yeah, yeah, or the nuggets. They're all good. I don't don't get their tenders, but yeah. No vegetables. No vegetables. I, I can eat few carrots now i'm saying 10 times a year okay. you know okay. green okay. beans i can eat green beans i do like that sure right? sure unless it's them hard one that healthy shit, i don't like no, that. Okay. I'm, 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 okay. I'm if it's you. hard stuff you know when we did indy we said at the at, we went for the mayor's luncheon or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and had yeah. and they took the 33 people that started a race and we sat with the lawyers the council right. people and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so i sat at my table and, and i sat down they got iced tea. I don't drink. They got water. I don't drink. They got chocolate mousse. Now, that's something that I don't think I can handle. I like sweets big time. Yeah. But that's creamy. Like, is it a consistency thing you don't I, like? No, I don't. I just, it just sounds gross to me. It's just, it's just and and that's, I don't, yeah. I don't have yeah. a lot of uh, yeah. 
curiosity when it comes to food. And they had a salad sitting there. I said, well, screw that. at least they'll bring a potato or something that yeah, I can look like I'm eating, you know. Yeah, right, right. And they brought me out and had roast beef and cauliflower or something. I don't know what it was. And <laughs> green beans. I thought, oh, sh- I'm saved. At least I Thank can God. eat the green beans. <laughs> I've never been so excited for green beans. So I yeah. went and took a bite of this green bean with one of them hardened. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, is this what you rich people? I said, no wonder you're all so damn skinny. <laughs> we had the loudest table and had more yeah. fun than anybody. Right. And right. I didn't have to eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good stuff. I wasn't, I wasn't letting them get to me. But yeah. yeah, usually when we won the USAC championship yeah. in 86 and 87 both, you get to set up on the front table. Yeah, yeah. I, right there in the altar eating all that food and everything. I got me a Wendy Burger and a Diet Coke. God right bless there. you. God Stick bless you. And they didn't say nothing. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. All right. So then what's so out here in Crescent City or the surrounding cities? You know the difference between meat and fish? Please tell me. You can't beat your fish. <laughs> just letting you know. Just letting you know. Just so We're gonna be fine tonight. I'm looking forward to the next couple hours. So, what, what's the? Is there an? Ex, what is? What is exotic food to you then around here? Like, do you go to like the Chinese joint? Is there Indian food? <laughs> do in I go? Yeah. No. No. The okay. only foreign food I eat is French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm eliminating it all. Yeah. Okay. Spaghetti. The only spaghetti I eat out of a can. Yeah. Really? Right. I, oh, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't yeah. eat nothing like it. Okay. It's literally burgers. Yes, yes. Chicken sandwiches. Yes. And Heinz ketchup. And I like bologna. Believe it or not, I do bologna. like bologna. Yeah. I believe okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you seem full of bologna. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so, You'll you see know. that as the night goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And it's not all beef, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. Yep. All right. Let's talk politics. No. No. Um, <laughs> so just to finish off the fact that we're in Florida and we're sitting by a body of water our fans are pretty aware that I'm terrified of alligators. How often are you seeing these things when you're out here fishing? Every day. Tommy catches them. You catch them. If we go, he has to catch them because that's his – the fish aren't biting, he wants to catch an alligator. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's got now where he gets bigger than I will, but we will grab him by the head and take our hook off and everything. But the 10-footers, they give a lot of room. I bet, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, and you fall in. I'm not going swimming out there. Hell no. But you get used to them. You really do. It just – they leave you alone, you leave them alone. Right. Now, when you say right. every day, like when you're fishing or like just in your backyard? Fishing. My, okay. my, my house had actually won a lot off the lake. Okay, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we're good anyway. But we did have a pond there, and we filled it in, and there was an alligator in there, and about a three-footer. <laughs> and the guy had a rake on it, and he's getting ready to shoot it. And yeah. I said, you ain't shooting my alligator. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and my, my friend Dennis and Chris Cater, they own our property with okay, us. Right. Yeah. So, and Denny, he, so, he babysit me because I got hurt in his race car, and it bothered him ever since. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I reached down there, and we tried to lasso. We couldn't do that. Finally, he, I reached down there, and I just grabbed the mouth. Because <laughs> I see seen him do it on TV. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So I can, Between and Steve Irwin and me. Right, right, yeah, right. But yeah, I only yeah. got one hand. Right, right. <laughs> so, I grabbed his hand. Well, now Denny's got to grab the tail, and he didn't want nothing to do with it. But he yeah, you put it. him in that position. He's got to yeah, help you. Yeah. <laughs> And so without, <laughs> without asking, you put your friend in a yeah, very compromising yeah, position, yeah. otherwise you're going to be worse. Yeah, okay. And so he turned, he turned around, we jumped my golf cart, and we run it down, turned it loose at the lake. And he said, I knew that was going to get away from you. And that, I said, I guarantee you to this day they can find my fingerprints on his nose. I mean, <laughs> you squeeze hard. we had a grip on it, yeah. So, like, can you... Like, can you have outdoor pets around here? Like, can the cats go outside, dogs? Or is that just not a thing with the alligators? No, right? no, they're all around. Yeah. All right. They say right. when you got a little yappy dog on a boat, it's like calling them in, you know. Yeah, snack yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Okay. But now we got a friend down in Tampa area, yeah. north of Tampa. 
he's the guy that the county calls to get them out of the pools or out of the lagoons or what. So Tommy and 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 my wife and and uh, Sherry and we all went down. And he went gator hunting, got a couple of that day, and and he's got a regular call and it brings them in. He said they can hear like three three, three quarters of a mile. Jeez. And he catches them, brings them, throws them in the truck. I mean, what, it, he said, well, he you do? can help if you want. I said, yeah, I probably can, but I'm not going to. Smart man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Now, now you're talking my language. I'm terrified of those yeah. things. All right. Well, I would I would say let's uh, dive into things a little bit. So, so like we kind of talked about last night a little bit. Yeah, we're a racing show, but if, if we only talk racing, then we've failed. You know what I mean? Like we're all about just like fun and games well, and see, whatnot. And that's what I tell everybody, you know. Yeah. It, when we did our book, I said, look, I don't want to talk about my racing. Anybody knows anything about it? They know that I ran second at the World right, War, You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Who's your 100? I said, right. they know all that. You can read that in the book. Right. And when we did my book, I tell, you know, like I took Augur right around. I said, now, I had a little girl over here, and I got in a fight over here. And just, I was trying to give him a foundation, and but at the time, I just broke my neck the second time, so I couldn't see <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. and everything, so... He went home and wrote the first three chapters. Well, then he sent the back for my wife to read to me. Oh, okay. Well, he tells about the little girl over there and the fight. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I think right. she I didn't did, know. I did yeah, the hell yeah. with it what now. Are you doing? If I'm right. going down, I'm taking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that's kind of where I'm going. So yeah. our, I, I would say our fans, this isn't entirely true. There, We have a lot of dirt fans, but... The, the core of our fans are road racing types, IndyCar types. So, you know, maybe they've heard of Jack Hewitt. Um, but for some of the folks, especially some of the younger folks, you know, the era you came up with and the personality that is you is, that's not very common anymore. And so that was one of the big reasons we want to come out here. It's like, you know, like not many guys now have the story of, I got in a fight over there. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, and, and there's no shortage of you speaking your mind all over the internet. Getting started, your your path is very different from most people in terms of how you got started in the sport. So, uh, like, where where did it all begin for you? My dad was racing when I was born. Right. Yeah. And like I said, I was, we were going to Eldora right when it opened. Right, because you're from Ohio. So I grew up, yeah, I grew right about 35 miles from Eldora Speedway. That's our home track. So you want to be like your dad, so I wanted to be a racer. Well, and dad wanted to go to 500, and, and but my dad, he drank a little bit. Okay. <laughs> no, he In drank a lot. <laughs> he would race and then drink. He would party until it was time to go racing again. And, uh, and so anyway, then I wanted to be a racer. Well... Right out of school, then I got drafted. So I went to the Army for two years, and as soon as I got out of the Army... So that was 68? No, I graduated in 70. Okay. So 71, I went in the Army. Oh, bad time. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I got out in 73, and my buddy, Mike Laughlin, Froggy, we called him. Him and I bought my first race car, which was one of my dad's old ones. And uh, Pete Wetzel was our main guy, and, uh, and it started the end of July, and... Uh, of 73, which I was already 23 years old. And luckily, I'd been around it all my life, and some things just came kind of natural. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't win right off the bat. I didn't do all that stuff, you know, but but a lot of things were just coming natural for me, fortunately. And uh, and then after that, we just started making strides. All right, so you weren't doing quarter midgets as a 13-year-old or go-karts or any of that stuff? No, I never did. I never yeah. raced nothing, you know. Yeah. I mean, we just, uh, the country road when we turned yeah. 16. Right, yeah, right. There's a few of those. Yeah. So when your dad was racing, were you going to the track with him and just like track brat helping out doing whatever? Yeah, well, I didn't until he. We didn't go. With, well, we went with him a lot of the weekends when mom would went. But then when mom kind of quit going, I tell people when I turned 16, I got to enter my dad's world because now 
if he didn't take me, I went and we'd be there to help him, you know, because we had other things to do too. And uh, so it, it just worked out really good for us. And, 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 and then Dad and I got to race together for a while, and that made it even special. And then in 74, I think my dad, my little brother and I, we raced together. And then uh, as it went on, then my boy and I, we got to race Terre Haute together. And I tried to get my little brother and my nephew to race together at Waynesfield, and they did. But the ding-dongs didn't get tied tight at any time during the night to get a picture taken. Oh, oh, I could have right. killed, yeah. killed Why both Why did they just them. bring their phones? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, you should have phone. Yeah. yeah. What, did your, uh, what did your dad do? He was a, a heavy equipment operator. Okay. Yeah. What about yeah. mom? She just run her mouth like me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, took after my, I took after my mom. Yeah, me too. Sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Now, was this the career goal? That's what I wanted to be a racer. That's all you wanted to do. Yeah. And I wanted to go to... My deal was I wanted to race. I wanted to race at Ascot without a doubt. Oh, yeah. All right. My people. And I wanted to go to Australian race because I'd heard Rager and, um, oh, what's his name over in Indy that's got the Indy screen front right across from the speedway? Joe Bob, Jim Bob Lubert. Well, they'd go to African race. Well, then later on down the year, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, no kidding. But then I heard about Australia, so I wanted to go to Australia. Yeah. And I wanted to run Indy. Okay. These were the so two goals. So finally I got to go to, I got to race my sprint cars. We got to go to Ascot. Then I got to go to Australia. And yeah. Daggone, we got to go to India. Yeah, so finally, finally. I had to come up with something different to do, you know. <laughs> when you meet all your goals, it's, right. it's a pretty good feeling. Right. Now, if you, if you don't mind asking, where did you serve? Where did you in serve? The Army? Yeah, oh, I, 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 this don't, it's confuses everybody. It's in surface air missiles. So I drove a tank, you know, most of the time because that was the most fun. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I tell people, you know, I, I signed up. When you signed, go in the Army. And you, you, that night you're signing the paper the way they said, where do you want to go? So I took Fort Knox, which I thought was I could still race on the weekend, so I had to pick Vietnam. So I took Vietnam and Fort Knox. Well, Knox. And uh, fortunately for me, they can't read. And I did a year in El Paso, Texas, year in Colorado Springs. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. but I will say the Mexicans did not attack when I was there. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So yeah. it was Probably because they knew you were there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, were, you, were, you were guarding the border. The right. border was safe. Yeah. Right. Finally. So basically, you were the running tanks, and you were in the surface-to-air missiles for, like, the Soviet scare of that era. In, in, no, in it was areas. after that. It that was all really, Yeah. Okay. Okay. And like I said, for our deal, where we lucked out, well, the Vietnamese didn't have no Air Force at that time, mm-hmm. so there was no use for us to go mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So we just, I got to play Army for two years, you know. Right. And, right. and I didn't care, but they wasted two summers. Yeah, sure. a race yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Time yeah. to track. And I wasn't good at being told what to do. That I, has, I got <laughs> out. A race car shocked. driver? Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. You know, they cut your hair and shave. And, and after that, I got out. And I wasn't a long-haired person. I didn't like, you know, hippies and all that stuff. And, <laughs> Weird. And, I yeah. somehow see this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I become a long-haired redneck, redneck you know, <laughs> and had a beard and all this stuff. Because yeah. nobody was going to tell me when I had to cut my hair or right. shave. Just out of principle. I didn't yeah. protest, yeah. So... You start, what was the first kind of car you bought? Sprint car. My, okay, so it was a sprint car from the get-go. My first race was a sprint car at Eldora Speedway. Jesus Christ, man. So after that, everything else got easier. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you go to like so, a slower track. Yeah. Like, yeah. So not yeah. midgets, not anything a little smaller. Or late models, model or yeah. anything. I never rode a midget or a late model till way later in my career. Okay. Riding a sprint car. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. wing or non-wing, whatever it was. And that, yeah. You know, because if you went to the certain track, you either put the wing on or took it off, whatever the rule was. There wasn't no big deal yeah, there. Yeah, just a quick you change. Board yeah. of Outlaws was like that in all of them. So, uh, yeah, it was good. So, a lot of times, it sounds, it sounds to me like you're not necessarily a car person. You're a racer. 
Is that, is that fair? Yes. yes. So most of the time when people get started later in life, you know, cause you were like twenties when you really started to get to racing, what was the, what was the thing that filled that competition in you before that? Like, did you play sports? Was yeah. it? I was so afraid. I had a little, when I had third, third grade, fourth grade, I was a good little left-handed pitcher. Okay. But we quit because I, I, in my mind as a kid, you know, you don't know no better. And, and uh, I thought you could only be good at one sport. Okay. I yeah. didn't want to find me good at nothing else. You yeah, know? you weren't racing. So <laughs> I, I never, you know, I flat-footed, so I wasn't going to run track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was probably mean enough to do football, but I wasn't real, real big then. We've and, heard. We've heard. And yeah. But I never played any, no sports. We went to work in, in half a day in school, you know, and yeah. things. And, uh, yeah, no, I never did any sports, any of that. I've just, but whatever it was, we tried to win. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What kind of kid were you? Huh? What were you kind rally? of kid were you? I never went to jail. <laughs> you yeah, said that so, way too fast. Yeah. You said that way too fast. Yeah, no, we, 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 I tell you what, the neatest thing <laughs> is when Troy would play Piqua or Sydney or whatever in, the, in our football teams. Mm-hmm. Well, I was kind of in the hoodlum gang. Okay, imagine that. So we would go to, and, and like, I don't mean stealing cards, nothing like that. Just, and they all smoked and drank, which I didn't smoke and drink, but I hunt the guys I hung out with. And so we'd go to find the hoodlums of that town, and we'd go out and fight like you'd think we were total enemies. <laughs> just and and believe it or not, we went undefeated. I mean, okay. and and we went it down shows one up later. Yeah, one night we went and my niece's little farm school outside of Troy. Well, they didn't have enough people to go down and fight Tip City, which was a little <laughs> town. So they come over. And, and this is just street fighting. This is just yeah. you guys being little assholes. Yeah. yeah okay. So they come over and got some of us Troy's recruited. To go fight. To go down and help them out, to fill their team out. You know, you got to have a full Team squad. of fighting. <laughs> like rival gangs. So nothing. we went down to the Frisius down to Tip City. Uh-huh. And then they lined up and they got clubs and everything. Now they're serious. Yet. Oh, wow. Oh. Weapons. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't yeah. fighting. No. That's a So anyway, the cop pulled in and everybody got in their cars and left. Uh. When uh, just a couple of cuss words and that was about it. Yeah. Well, we went down and pulled, and you couldn't have planned it. I mean, <laughs> we just stopped at a country road, and there was a bunch of houses there with a whole bunch of cars. Well, that's where we just stopped. No particular reason mm-hmm. to regroup. You know, you got to get another <laughs> yeah. get line. Get the gang back together. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah right. to come up with Plan B. We got to right. go beat up people. Did you, did you have a name, or are you just like the Troy? No, group? no, You're we just, just the yeah. guys from Troy against the, the guys from Rosco. Okay. So anyway, this these guys come running out of this house. Uh-oh. And and Dayton, which is a big town. Oh, I'm not for the Dayton boys. Yeah. Well, they got Chaminade Julian was all boys and all girls school. Well, they had a party going on there. They all guys. They come out. What are you guys doing out here? Ah, we come down to fight Tip City and and the cops came. Well, they said, well, we'll fight you if you want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> what we, is this? Yeah. So we, yeah. What movie was this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we said, well, okay, but we're not going to do it in your front yard. So they loaded in their cars. Yeah, there's rules here. Yeah, and we went down two or three miles in so another country. Like organized, like, well, let's go down to the football field yeah. and just yeah. beat yeah. each other up. So we all went to the ditch. Uh-huh. The ditch. Here yeah, comes next the, to Bloody Alley. You know, right, yeah. 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 And here comes murder the, row. Yeah, yeah, here comes the car. And they turn around, and uh, we said, Sheriff. Some of you yelled that, so we all come out of the ditch. Well, the car goes by, and it wasn't the sheriff. Back to the ditch with a different partner. Okay. So Start no beating big, up another like, so person. Like one-on-one? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It was, it was all good. You're no, cordial no, about it. No no guns, no knives, just fighting. Just beating the shit out of each other. Just beating the shit out yeah. of humans. And so they turn yeah. around yeah. the next day. We go to find our wallets and our combs and all that stuff that fell out of our pockets while we were fighting. So we're sitting there in our car. A car pulls up behind us. Uh-oh. Carload of the other boys from the from last oh, night. From the the yeah, yeah. Was that so much fun last night? I mean, you thought we had long lost friends, you know? We just bullshit 
And said, Just how much out. fun? Hell yeah. Why are we trying to murder each other? No. Yeah. Well, everybody was asking. They said, who give you that black eye? Give me. I earned this son of a gun. Don't be saying I. They don't <laughs> I give him nothing. They don't yeah. give him things away. Yeah. Okay. What, what, so what were you, what was, what was the, uh, what did you wear? Was there like a leather jacket? To go fight. Back no, hair? no. Nothing like, this isn't White like t-shirt, a t-shirt. T-shirts and blue jeans. Okay. That's all yeah. we ever did. Okay. So like, and penny loafers back in our day. Okay. So oh, that's it's, tough. It's, with no socks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, man. So it wasn't West Side Story. You're not like no, snapping no, your fingers no. and dancing yeah, no. and twirling as you do it. Okay. No. Yeah, it wasn't no. about rival properties. Right. No, it was no, like, no, oh, they want to fight. We want to fight. Right. Let's yeah, all fight. Right. Just going to have some fun. So the good old days. And back then, yeah, just to see who was the toughest. That's all the mountain there. It wasn't nothing. Like I said, nobody tried to kill nobody. Nobody. You didn't want to hurt nobody. You just was fighting. <laughs> Within reason. Well, yeah. black eye don't hurt. Hell, yeah, that'd be, okay. you know. Yeah, you know Sean, right? Yeah. yeah this the was like me yeah. in, the, in the rough suburbs of San Francisco. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 I, just, I just let California yeah. out right there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. um, what would you, if you had to put a number on this, have you been in more fights or more races in your life? Oh, I've definitely raced more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was probably in... Maybe five or six total in 29 years. So really, but my reps. Five or uh, six fights in 29 years? Yeah. Bullshit. Racing. Just no. on racing. No. That's, on that's racing. inaccurate. That can't be. We've, we've heard too many stories. No, you haven't. Oh, yes, we have. Uh, no, no, you haven't. <laughs> Should we jump right into the quote? Yeah. Okay, so we, yeah. Have, we, we heard a quote. Yeah. Um, I'll let Ryan say it. Yeah. But we heard a quote from a friend on, on your philosophy towards trackside fights. Yeah. Apparently it was, uh, you would let up on anybody if they'd had enough. Oh, we, we quit. So they say, yep, we're See what the deal <laughs> right. is. But you'd had enough fights on track to have that philosophy. No, 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 no. Okay. If you crash me, uh-huh. we were racing Okay. tonight. Okay. If you crash me tomorrow night, we're not racing. I'm going to get you to quit running in my race car. Okay. That's all it was. So, yes. so if, I don't, if, if I, the rookie World of Outlaw guy, run into you the first time, that's a racing mistake. We're racing. Racing. But if I hit you the same time tomorrow, tomorrow night, night, you're going to take an ass whipping. Okay. You, and okay. To, in today's standard, it'd have to be your dad because you're not old enough for me to hit. <laughs> Somebody's going to take an ass whipping. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's just how it was. That you or was that this culture of USAC? What's that? The, the, like, yeah, yeah, like, just, that one you just, do it again, you, it's going to be an ass whipping. Was this specifically Jack Hewitt or was this any, like, no, did that, everyone see, be out of each other for the no incident. no but a lot of people didn't okay but they don't have rules to protect you know you can't expect the world outlaw say i'm gonna set you down if you crash him again no or, right right so you just so, handled it and i didn't i didn't worry about anybody you're just not going into my race car you know i mean and 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 it worked out good and like i said nobody ever got hurt you know and 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 and, and like i said hell terry mccarl and i got in a fight and and when it was, he said, okay, we're done, we're done. And we just got him walked back to the trailer together, no big right. deal. So he let it, he lets up, and you're good. Yep, once we quit, we quit. And and usually when I get in a fight with somebody, I'm going down to your trailer next week. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why that you made me do this, you know. <laughs> you made me do <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's not voluntary. No, yeah. no. Okay. You're not bullying. You're you're just making sure no, people don't no, run into no, your no, stuff. No, 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 no. I didn't want to bully. I didn't. I didn't. And, and, and like I said, it, there wasn't that many. I mean, you say there was. But We've heard a lot of stories. No, you haven't. You heard a lot of lies. <laughs> telling you, man. I'm telling you. There so, hasn't been many. So uh, we, we despite our, 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 our image, we, we know quite a lot of people. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, between uh, Jimmy Kite. Sure. Yeah. Never got into it with him. He don't know. No. He's he, too he young to be yeah. around. He but, was, but he was terrified. He was ter- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Kite told us that uh, that you guys never got in because he was – 
totally like he he did like one slide job on you once, and he was like, I was so terrified when I got out of the car that Jack was going to come beat the shit out of me. Yeah, and John Andretti yeah. said that. I mean, I mean <laughs> but yeah. don't be, you know. I mean, I don't right. just get mad for. And they, they, but I tell you what, right? My reputation kept me from getting crashed a lot. Oh, we yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. what my. Yeah, I guess no. my question is, is like, once you know that, do you then try to play up the the legend of like Jack Hugh to whip your ass? Well, don't touch my race car. I didn't have to. Everybody else did yeah, it. Doing it for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you only had to do it six times, according to you. According to yeah, yeah. 25 years. Oh, you, nine, you just said 29 years. Oh, 29 years. Okay. All right. But yeah, see, yeah. like, I don't know if you've seen the the um, Happy Days. Yeah. When Richie yeah. was going to get in that fight in that in the in the hamburger shop, and finally told him how to go crazy and do this, and he did, and the guy was standing there, and he said, "Oh yeah," he said, "I forgot. You got to." fight somebody some oh he said you left that out that's not a good thing to leave out <laughs> yeah, but, but, but yeah th- th- you know it's just like today people will tell me stories of what i did whether it's racing or fighting or and and i have to go and tell them look this is the real story because i don't have a big s on my chest you know <laughs> right right and they just had it to where i uh, they tried to make it bigger than what it was sure, you know and sure so i'd have to tame the stories down you don't have to at yeah. this point, make it bigger. Yeah, make it bigger. Some more place. Yeah, but so I, books, you don't baby. have to. They'd make it bigger for me. Right. Okay. Well, that's all we're here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. all we're here for. <laughs> so uh, if we, we're skipping around a little bit, but um, the so the addendum, the compromise to when you would you would let up on a guy off track if you're beating him up as soon as he's had enough. <laughs> Five to six times. Five to six times. The, allegedly, the exception was Rich Vogler. Like if you're in a fight with Rich Vogler, you're going to keep going. Uh, I want I want to kill him. Right, right, okay, <laughs> right, 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 okay. But, but and and here and here's where they all became. Steve Butler was my good friend. Okay, but he crashed me twice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I Told hit him, him once, and yeah. he got hit, and I and got up again. And I knocked him down. And I got. And then his wife got between. Just because you hit him off the track, like you you you. you, you struck yeah, you him. were in our trailer. He, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. so anyway, but he is a, a like an electronic. Genius. He works for Delphi in Kokomo. Okay. He troubleshoots all. Of, I mean, just really, really intelligent. Well, he made the comment. He says, "I just can't believe Rich Vogler's smarter than I am." He didn't tell me that this is the story. Yeah. And he said, and he said, "What are you talking about? You know, because he's so smart." Yeah. He said, "Well, Hugh hit Vogler, and he stayed down." He said, "I kept getting up. He kept knocking me down." <laughs> you know, and and that's the parts of him that that make him kind of. Funny, you know, after that, I told Vogler we was going up to flip for a starting position. I said, man, it's a good thing I'm here. I'm the only one that likes you. <laughs> and he said, is it that bad? And I said, it's that bad, Rich. But, you know, I, I, I didn't want you to stay mad at me because we were buddies and racers going in. I just didn't want you running in my race car. Sure, sure. Well, leg- legend has it that you could just not stand Rich Vogler. No, that wasn't true. I, I actually, Rich and I raced a lot. His dad crashed me once okay. when I was just starting, but and I didn't really care for him. <laughs> but no, Rich, well, I didn't have that much other than he crashed me twice. And, and it. no matter who it was, you no, did that. You're yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And but once we got them fighting, it was over with, you know. And yeah. like that, no, it wasn't. I'm, I tell you, the only guy really that I, to Bloomquist broke my wrist. Scott Bloomquist. Yeah. Yep. And but. Freddie Smith, they called him Gentleman Freddie Smith. Yeah. He took me out for $10,000 down here at Volusia uh-huh. with three laps to go. He spun me out twice at Eldora, and, I mean, I'm trying to get to him. <laughs> he was just looking to get At Eldora, yeah. I didn't care, you yeah, know, right. and Race be damned. He's got two great big old boys from down South Carolina somewhere, and they got bib overhauls on <laughs> and everything, and he's standing. No, they don't. He, yes, he did. Yes, they did. 
right, hey, I'm right. telling the story. I'm all telling right, you. All right, they all both right. have big. Look. He just said he beats people yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That was my one. <laughs> yeah, that was my right. one. Yeah, I don't you, get another one. You just one. hit his car yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big. They were big boys, and they had their bib over all and they're standing. And he's got his little pinhead right behind him. <laughs> and that one looked over at me. He said, "He said, uh, Freddie told us not to let you get to him." Oh, and and when I'm mad, I don't care. You know, I mean. <laughs> The thing about it, if you got a big guy and he whipped your butt, yeah, he should. Right. But right. if you beat him, oh my God! Now they're thinking, what, what? So, so they turned around and I said, I'll tell you what, Porky. I said, let's me and you go on the other side of the wall base, which is that little creek right behind the door. I said, let's go back there. I said, because I don't want no some bitch here to break this fight up. Me and you're gonna go back there with nobody, and we're gonna see who comes back. Well, well, we didn't really want to get in no fight. I mean. He, I grew 20 pounds because of my mouth. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but he probably still would have tore my head off. But but I was mad, and I don't care. You know, when you're mad, you don't care how big they are. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just so like they do today. Yeah, so yeah. to set the record straight, you had no problem with Rich Vogler. No. There's just, you just, anybody that touches your car twice, that's just it. Just crashed him, yeah. yeah. You know, and, yeah. and like I said, it's just uh, – and I take that back because Joey Saldana mm-hmm. did not – he did not wreck me twice. You yeah, funny. He, he we actually yeah. we talked to Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he crashed me coming out of two at Chillicothe, down the straightaway, and I took a pretty hard and I got mad and I, I hit him and I and I've never, he's the only one and I've really feel bad about for two things, because he wouldn't get out of the race car. Well, I like Joey. How could you not like Great Joey? Great guy. We had, we did one of these with him. But yeah. but I hit him sitting in the car because he wouldn't get out, <laughs> which is chicken. <laughs> Right, you want to fight. You don't want to punch. And then right. I yeah, tried right. to tear the wing yeah. off on a, you know, because I didn't right. want him to run the race either, you know. Yeah, and, and and according to him, this is 1995, so he was probably still a kid. Yeah, yeah. at that age, at that time, I didn't care. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and he did. He, he they pressed charge. I had to go to jail. Oh, whoa! I say I say jail, but I just out in the waiting room. You got? <laughs> did you get cuffed? No, they just Aww, took me, man. No, I wouldn't yeah. cuff something like that. Would have made a good photo. So we're sitting there on the in the bench, and finally, so we go back, and Joey didn't show up, so they just threw it out of court. It wasn't. Because wasn't he was terrified. No, <laughs> I, they probably were saying, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. Well, yeah, right, right, right. He wouldn't yeah. go for back bandana because it didn't hurt him anyway. Yeah, right. So, you know, his head is like it's a rock. <laughs> and it, yeah. Yeah. But no, nah, it's. Uh, they went, and like I said, and then the next week with Terre Haute, we went right down in the trailer and talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't want you to be mad at me. Sure. Yeah, we uh, we checked in with him, and his direct quote was, tell him thanks for beating the shit out of me of a, at Atomic in 95. Yeah. I didn't but I did get it. the win, is what he said. Yeah. So, yeah, but he did win and and went on. But yeah, I would get to another night at the racetrack. <laughs> yeah. So is it don't hit my car because I can't win if you do that, or is it don't hit my car because it's dangerous? Yeah, it's going to hurt you. I mean, we're okay. going to let them keep running until they hurt you. No, right. you ain't hurting me. If one of them's going to get hurt, I'm going to make the choice. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, no, it ain't that the, the win. I mean, if you go for the win, that's a one deal like that, you know. And like one night at, Chile, at uh, Lawrenceburg, Doug Coletta was leading, Tony Elliott was second, and I was third, and I hit him and spun him out. I didn't mean to, but dry slick, I hit him. I screwed up. Well, Tony come down and pushed me, and I probably even took a shot to the lip. You know, I mean, even though that was the first time, I've never had no toe roll, Tony. But, and then the next night, we go to Paragon for poor Tony, and I think we're running third or fourth, and he's fourth or fifth right behind me. He spins me out. Well, I do a 360 and come back and win the feature. 
they never dropped a yellow. So I mean, now that's throwing salt to the wound. Yeah, and, right, right, right. And and like I said, but hell, him and I were buddies. We went racing together after that and everything. <laughs> yeah. Good times. They just yeah. make more out of that than what really is, and it just settles things. They just kind of smooths things out a little bit. See, if I, if I want to hold a grudge, and if I went the following week and stuck a left or a right front mm-hmm. wheel into your left rear and flipped you and killed you, yeah, right, I won't get in no trouble. Yeah. Now, do yeah. you want a black eye or a fat lip, or do you want killed? Yeah, right. Yeah, let's you handle know? this. Well, so it's yeah. so easy and it's done, and there's no problem whatsoever, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. and to me, I mean, everybody thinks it was a big deal. It just a little bit, you know. I I tell everybody today. I and I told Kinder one time. Two of my best ones was. I told Kinder. I said, Kinder. I said, do you realize? Because Steve Kinder, you know, he's a bull. I said, do you do realize that we could go any track in the United States, and they would probably give us each two thousand dollars just to put the gloves on. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because that would be more interesting to them than the than the racing, you know, <laughs> which we never did. Yeah. And then. Probably the neatest one was Oklahoma Andy Hillenberg yeah. with it to Chili Bowl, and I'm running, I think, second in the transfer, and he's third. And anyway, I usually run pretty high. That's what I've known for. Well, he tried to go between me and the fence, spins us both out. A car comes, hits me, and I chug off. I fire back up and chug off. Oh, it off. actually gives you the bump you needed. Yeah. So I made the amen at the Chili Bowl. <laughs> so I pulled in from the pits, and I went right over to his car. I said, now, Andy. He's not mad because, you know, they're, they're nice guys and guys yeah, yeah. in the feature at the yeah. Chili Bowl. So I went over and I told him, I said, Andy, I said, now what I need you to do when they get me up on the podium up there to introduce me from Troy, Ohio, I said, you got to come up here and hit me in the mouth. <laughs> he said, what? You need the show. And he said, yeah. He said, well, why? I said, well, if you do, next year, Em and Hama have to give you and me both $1,000 just to show up. Right. They're going to pay the <laughs> appearance fee. And a wouldn't do it. <laughs> I give him permission. I, I really did. Could. I give him permission. Yeah. Me. It's worth money. Yeah, hell yeah. I take a shot to live for a thousand dollars. That's good stuff. Uh, so we're obviously never gonna get to sit down here with Rich Vogler, but you know, in the in the eighties, between you and him it seemed like you were the guys. Uh, he from everything we've seen was maybe not very popular in the paddock. Why was that? I wouldn't say he's arrogant. He just wasn't a people person. You know, I tell you what it was. He was so serious on racing, but he liked to work on the cars. He liked the, you know, the setup man on them and things like that. And and if you look at Sammy Swindell's the same way. Sammy's, I tell you what, you get him away from the racetrack, he's he's a hoot. You know, yeah, you have a lot of fun with Sammy. But at the racetrack, they're so sincere or so dedicated and focused that they don't have time. Well, to me. I don't like working on race cars, you know, and, and I like the fans. I like the autographs, and, and I was always the last one to leave. So, and I tell people, I probably wasn't one of the best race car drivers, but I was one of the top fan favorites because I was always there for to do that, right. You know, I mean, I mean. And that was always my read was that you were definitely sort of the people's driver, whereas Vogler was sort of in his own world about winning all the time that he yes. wasn't very engaged, so he yeah. just wasn't very light. And that's what it was. It yeah. wasn't that he was bad, he just was focused. And like I said, it didn't make him bad. It just didn't help the racing part of it, you yeah. know. If he if he won the feature and you finished second, would that just get under your skin? No. no? Yeah, whoever beat me. I better, didn't matter who it was. Yeah, I didn't care. I wanted to win, but if, if it's close. But, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a big rivalry with Rich and I. I mean, you know, if I beat him, I'd be tickled now. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But yeah. All right. So for yeah. for our non-dirt fans, let's go over some career highlights for you. Um, and again, we're not really a racing show, so we'll just sort of blow through this. Yeah. But you know, your you know your first big big accomplishment. You start winning stuff in the late '70s. You start becoming the guy in the '80s. 
86 and 87, you win the Silver Crown Championship, correct? Yep. And uh, you also start going to Australia at the same time. Yep. And uh, and so... Oh, I went to Australia in 78. Okay, that's when you first started. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, the, as, correct me if I'm wrong, the Grand Annual Classic, is that the big one you want to win if you're in Australia? Uh, it was the... What was it? it was the Grand Annual, yeah, the, it was the uh, Marlboro Grand National. Okay. They okay. called it. It was the biggest stock car race in Australia at the time. Okay. And you get to do that, and you win that in 91. Correct. Yeah, I yeah. believe that's in that Yeah, way. yeah. So during all this time, what was, uh, from that era, what was the thing you were probably most proud of? In ninety, oh, yeah, like Yeah, before before you get to, like, the 90s, you start doing the IndyCar oh, stuff. and the, probably one of my neatest accomplishments ever in racing is there's been three people win the the triple crown of silver crown right right jimmy bryan alan senior and myself and you yeah and that's probably and that was 86 yeah and we missed it by the hoosier hundred or i did it two years in a row but but to have my name with those two guys without a doubt is that probably one of the neatest parts of my career and being in the top 25 for the 20th century that was pretty cool but yeah to be with those two guys is pretty awesome so while you're doing this stuff do you have any other inclination to try any other kind of racing like nascar or I, I really wasn't much into the nascar at the time yeah. i want i wanted to do indy yeah yeah 100 mile from home and mm-hmm. and and that's what my dad wanted to do so i wanted to do it and uh but i almost had a chance in a stock car in an arca car at the springfield mile and Larry Moore tried to get me in that, and it just fell through. I'd like to try to drive one of them, but, uh, you know, we just never got the chance, and, and just to see what it would have felt like, you know. Right, but as, uh, you know, as American Open Wheel was changing in the 80s, you know, guys like yourself, the big dirt track guys, USAC guys, there seemed like there were less and less opportunities in IndyCar as more of the road racers started showing up and whatnot. They phased us out. I mean, when they did away with the roaster, they started phasing the Americans out, and... And you can't blame them because it's about money and things like that. But it's just like right now, you look at the Indy cars. Most of the people have no idea what them sponsors are on the side of them Indy cars. You know, I mean, they just tell you, I don't know what half of them are. I mean, you damn sure can't pronounce the driver's name. I just, it don't make no sense to me. I mean, if people want to watch Smith and Jones over here. If you want to watch Formula One, mates, go to Formula One. But Indy is neat, you know, now it's what, no, two third foreigners. And it's just not the same anymore. It's just, it's just different. So uh, when Tony George starts the IRL, the, the intent behind the IRL was supposed to be to bring the USAC guys back. Yes. And I, I would argue you, you know, much later in your career, 1998, you finally make the 500. Probably wouldn't have happened if the IRL wasn't a thing. Never got there. You know, I yeah. used to go every year, once a year, to the, to the qualifying or practice. Yeah. Just to let them know I was interested, but I had long hair and a beard. Well, nobody was going to put me in a race car, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I had a little reputation, so it just what's that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but and people, I tell people now today, of all the years I raced, two things that they ever described my driving style. Yeah, that wasn't in it was smoother, patient. You know? <laughs> so that's kind of a right, big right. requirement for Indy cars. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I didn't have that reputation either. Yeah, when you get uh, when you get to Indy. Uh, like first thoughts on driving that car, like was it like this thing doesn't turn for? Well, or no. it turns way too good. See, we went to PD, we went without the Phoenix. Well, first we went to Vegas for a rookie test. Dave Blaney blew the motor up. I mean, it just blew up for PDM. So we go to Phoenix. PDM's a team. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's who I ended up going to Indy with. Yeah. with PDM. Yeah. The Otlovich and Buckman, and but anyway, we go to Phoenix. 
and John Paul's out there helping everybody. And there's, I don't know, 10 of us out there. And uh, so we're out there going around the track. Well, then my, my, my turn, I killed the motor a couple times. I hate them clutches. You stalled it out? Yeah, yeah and yeah. so they're laughing at me and making right. fun of me and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he, they would tell me earlier, they said, well, John Paul can flat foot around here. Uh-huh. I said, well, can I try? <laughs> no, 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 you can't. <laughs> but see, and we took our rookie test. Yeah. But that's good for any track in the United States except Indy. So then I'm coming back from Terre Haute on a race Wednesday night or whenever it was. And uh, I stop at the truck stop there in Brazil, Indiana. I wake up in the morning, I call Bob Parker. Parker said, where are you at? And I said, well, I'm in Brazil. And I was in my van. He said, well, get over to Ascendant Shop. You got a chance to go there and get your rookie test. So I went over to Ascendant and I got in their shop. And I got there, well, they, I got to use Kinder's seat. Oh, nice. So that yeah. was pretty cool. That's yeah. what I used. So, anyway, they said, well, let's go over to the Speedway then. And okay. Jack Miller, the mm-hmm. dentist. Yeah, yeah, DDS. We got to take his car. Oh, boy. And they put my seat in and got my belt up. Well, they said, look, the, uh, the sun's out and it's quit raining. Because when we come in, it's pouring down rain. Would you like to take a couple laps in the marble, take your rookie test? I said, absolutely. So, I go around there and I just do a few laps. They said, come in. So, I did two or three laps just going. I pulled in. They said, well, do you want to try your first? test that's well yeah right so the first phase oh, he where you you, go yeah he said speed. you feel comfortable yeah. i said yeah 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 so we went out and we did it again and he said well you just passed the first phase i said do you think you can go well, yeah i mean we, we weren't even going very fast around. yeah so we went and did the second we did the third one now at six o'clock when they bring fire the thing yeah, it's done it. yeah they let me go one after the six really to do my third test so i had to do my final test with pdm when i got the ride okay and the first day of practice, I stuck it in the wall. <laughs> right, and right. I think we're done. And PDM, they started rounding up pieces, you know, Paul and, and Chuck. And uh, they said, and that was on Sunday. And they said, look, don't Wednesday's probably going to be before you can get back out on the track. Well, Monday morning, I was there at 8 o'clock with those guys. They said, well, what are you doing here? I said, that's my race car in there. Yeah. Now, I can't do nothing. They don't trust me. They know I can't drive. <laughs> so they're damn sure not going to trust me working no, on it. No, no way. Yeah. So I'm out there signing autographs, and I'm standing at the garage with them, and uh, and we were there the whole time and had so much fun. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. And I made the comment, you know, it's like going to a county fair, and I wanted to ride every ride, whether it's the Riley's Children's Hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or everything that they did, we did. Yeah, you know? and yeah, because there's so much PR stuff around yes, there that you get to be yes. a driver in the event. Yeah. Yeah, yes, and, and it just, it was fantastic with everything, you know, and and I knew it was short-lived because of my mouth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew that wasn't going to last long. Right, and, right. And, and uh, the golf tournament and the and they always come to me when they wanted some remarks. Sound bite. Right. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. It just, and it, I got set up is what I think. I mean, you know, and I don't know if you heard about it. We did the golf cart, the golf court, the, the like golf the, tournament. The big annual tournament for yeah. the 500. Yeah. For the drivers. So we're yeah. there and we do the tournament. Well, Dennis Woods is the MC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end, he said, well, what do you think about becoming the oldest rookie at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? 42. And so anyway, he turned around and I said, well, to win any award here is pretty awesome. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't care what it is. If you got an award, I said, but I really feel bad because Lynn St. James missed the show. That's who I took the award away from. Okay. She was the oldest rookie. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, by Lynn St. James missing the show. <laughs> oh, man. So, and the people, 
so now, man, you, you're. I'm, I'm glad you understood that you weren't gonna last. Yeah, at yeah. least you knew. I at knew. least you knew. So, yeah, yeah. now you're gonna edit this part out. And that's no, all right. I'm not sure we no, are. No, not this. No, okay. it gets better. Oh, okay. So, so Brian Barnard come down, and that I don't really mean it, but Brian Barnard come down. He said, Jack, you're not at Eldor Speedway. You can't say like that. Yeah, either. yeah. I said, well, I said, I said, Brian, I cleaned it up. <laughs> And like a dun- you know what he says? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. right. Now he should have just let it yeah. go with that. That's on, I, right, right. That's on don't, him. Don't add fire. That's yeah. on him. <laughs> so I said, well, since Lynn St. James missed his show, I said, that makes for Roberto Guerrero the only <laughs> in the field. <laughs> <laughs> so he walked, he didn't talk to me too much after that. You know, it's just a smart ass <laughs> remark. I didn't even know Roberto that much or <laughs> yes. nothing. But yeah, it just come <laughs> out. Somebody, yeah, I don't I, think it just comes uh, out. Right, right. And then, yeah. and then we come around. And uh, we're walking back from something out, and I see all the reporters at our pit area, in our in our in our, the garage area. And I said, "What's going on now?" And they soon I walk up there. Well, what do you think? And I said, "About what?" And they said, "Well, what Lindyke said about you guys." Yeah, yeah. I said, "What did he say?" He said, "You rookies are going to cause so much trouble." Now, that's a man who cared what that <laughs> thinks. <laughs> that's just how I said it. Uh-huh. And, and so anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> that was just it. So we go to Loudon. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, after the driver's meeting, Ari goes and he says, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I wonder what about. Yeah. yeah. Why? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I like to fight as much as I do. It didn't bother me. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. So, you ready to go? Anyway, we talked and, and he said, you call me a or a, a And I said, yeah. did you call me badmouth the rookies? Yeah, but I didn't mention your name. I said I was a rookie. You didn't have matter. to mention my yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, nothing really happened. Well, we're one of the <laughs> you started it benefits basically. for Corey. He comes up behind me and says, you <laughs> <laughs> I said, you still ain't mad about yeah. that, I hope, you yeah, know. Yeah. So then we go I mean, to. That's like years and years later. Yeah. yeah so then yeah. we go for the 100th anniversary <laughs> yeah. autograph. Yeah. And Pernelli there signed autographs. And I wanted to talk to Pernelli. Yeah. Because he was one of my heroes. Absolutely. And, uh. Anyways, Ari's right there standing behind him. I go to shake his hand. Yeah. He wouldn't shake my hand. No. Really? Oh, I'm freaking, I mean, I'm boiling immediately. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, he all wants these to, years he later. Wants, he wants to do one of them fist bumps. Oh. You know, so I go. So it's that. not the disrespect. Yeah. It's that it's. So I turn around and I look and I said, this, Ari, this is my wife, Jody. Yeah. Guess what he does? Shakes her hand. Yeah, I said, guess what was in her hand two hours ago? You know, yeah, you would shake my hand because you think I touched it. What do you think she was touching, you know? So then he looked over and his boy standing there with him. Ari Jr. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he said, now, and he looked at him and he said, now this is the guy that called me the European. Uh-huh. I said, I did not call you no European. <laughs> and we hung out and we had so much fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he yeah. just, you know, he just, he was ready to just. Yep. Yep. Hang out. He wanted emails and all this stuff. I mean, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. No way. You don't get mad about that. Hell, you got to get over it. Yeah. That, that tracks. I, I met Ari a few times now, and he, I, I could see him almost respecting you for, yeah. for Being calling so him out. bold. Yeah. 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 Well, and then, like I said, then we become pretty good friends, yeah, right. yeah. And had not even, if I'd have never said that, to this day, he'd have never knew who Jack Hewitt was. Damn right. 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 Yeah. You know, and, and now, like I said, it's somebody you can hang out yeah. with or bull yeah, with or whatever. Should. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and, and he's. <laughs> When he comes, you know he's coming loaded. He's yeah, ready. Yeah, absolutely. So you better be ready because yeah. he's going to have it to dish out too. So what, what I'm hearing is uh, 
you earned you you made a living through your career off of largely prize money, right? Because yes, I got forty percent. Where I'm going with this is, you know, racing today is like one hundred percent or ninety five percent of most drivers' incomes who are pros are sponsorship based. Yeah, right. You drive for this guy, the sponsor pays for it, and then maybe you get a little bit of prize money here and there. So you have to be able to speak to what sponsors like. But if you're living off of prize money, you don't give a shit what people hear. Because your income, like you're not going to lose a sponsor because you're you're being paid for in prize money, yeah. so you can get away with what you got away with in terms of how you spoke. But and, and a lot of my sponsors, and you know, yeah. and the thing about it, when I wanted to start going to Australia, yeah, it's like I wouldn't dance at schools because I couldn't handle a girl telling me no. Yeah, right. right, right. So I just didn't <laughs> dance. I'm not going to try. Right. Yeah, I yeah. said nobody knows me over here. Yeah, I'm going to learn how to talk on the microphone. Well, Big Ed Wilbur. He was the the spokesperson for the USA racing because over there it was USA versus Australia, four Americans against four Australians. It was like big time wrestling in race cars. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, big get up there and badmouth them a little bit, you know, and get the fans fired up. And I thought, you know, I'm gonna learn. So we, uh, I think we passed the master. The grasshopper can out talk the master now, you know, and 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 it just. Uh, it worked out really, really well for me. And, and like I said, for me, a lot of times when I do things, it's funny to me because, hell, I never heard it before. It just come out. Yeah, I noticed you don't have a Twitter account. Mm. Yeah. I got a, I got <laughs> yeah, a flip phone. I don't yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, th- it's best. It's for the best. Yeah. Yeah, best. probably. Yeah. So you end up running the 500. You finished 12th. Yes, we did. That's a big rent. That's like a huge result. You know? For me to make the to get a go there. Yeah. Then the start race. It was so much of a... Mine was more like a movie because we turned around and I crashed the first day of qualifying. You know, in a way, we, I, they said get to the racetrack, and then I crashed. Then we got together, and, and, I, and I, I forget who it was. Scott Goodyear, I think, might have been the first one. He was the first qualifier, and I was second. Well, he waved off. He didn't even go out. So I was the first qualifier. Well, and they waved me off, so, but I still went out to qualify first. Then we ended up making the show. My car actually straddled the yard of bricks. You know, script shit. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's then like, turn around. And, yeah, yeah, and then we spun out and kept going and come back and finished the race in 12th. And I tell everybody, if we'd had a little sex and violence, <laughs> it'd have been a 500 movie. Which Right, right. Oh, oh um, Florence Henderson. Uh-huh. She kind of liked the old Jackie boy. Oh, yeah? Oh, took, that took a liking to you? The yeah. only thing that saved her, I was old, you know, not quite as old as her, but. <laughs> right. If my wife talking about the mom from yeah. Brady Bunch. I would have been yeah. part of the Brady Bunch. Yes, <laughs> okay, I would. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There would have been an extra boy in there. <laughs> and my wife's kind of there looking over me. Like, okay with it or not okay with it? Oh, she didn't want me to be the Brady Bunch. No. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did she shake your wife's hand? What's that? Did you shake your wife's hand? I don't know. Okay. Uh, you didn't right. use the yeah, probably use the they line. probably yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, they was they was there quite a while, so probably it t- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. nothing happened. But what did you no, know? No, you didn't no, become no. A, yeah. the other member. Okay. But yeah. finishing twelfth in the five hundred, especially if you spun out at one point and all of it, like Well the bad thing and it's the only race I ever missed at El Dorothy because they had a USAC sprint car race that night okay. and I was uh, going right. back for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I signed autographs till dark. Uh, yeah. There was nobody yeah. left there to sign autographs for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't want the day to end. You want to be yeah. a 500 driver. Yeah, yeah. living yeah. the dream. And uh, and like I said, then I got to go to Loudon, and they put up with me one more race. <laughs> and and I spun out. I hit the wall coming off four and took it out. Didn't tear up a lot, just enough to take it out of the yeah, race. Yeah, and yeah. that was our last chance. But between Tony George bringing the IRL back 
and then PDM with Bob Parker. Bob Parker, the big, you know, I, when I ran the one and the four crown, mm-hmm. he had the midget and part of the silver crown okay. deal with yeah. his. But and but he was my big indie yeah. sponsor, yeah, and, and that's, that's why we got to go there, you know. And, yeah. And you just you can't think of there's no way you can ever repay right, anybody right. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, this whole time as you tell the story, you make it sound like you knew that that this wasn't your future. Did you were you committed to the idea this was your last only chance at the 500? Did you try to go again? I never got an you know I never right. got an offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this wasn't something you were gonna like call everybody you knew to go yeah, again. I guess yeah. nobody had to do that. You know, I just I, I just I mean I wanted to do it. I would love to do it again. But I tell people to this day, if if you could run one race and be healthy, be 30 years old and full of piss and vinegar, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd run a non-wing sprint car at Eldora Speedway. Wouldn't you have to think about it? Really? Yeah. And probably second would be the mile at Springfield, you know? I uh-huh. mean, just two, two of my favorite, but Eldora being home and all that, yeah, right, right. that's it. Here's the theme of your career. <coughs> wins, 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 huge crash. He's out for a few years. <laughs> then he starts winning again, and then another huge crash. The, the theme I keep seeing, though, is that so you'll be out, but then you come back. So at no point in these crashes are you ever like, I am done. I was back in 94. I was back at spring in 94. I didn't, right. Luckily, when I crashed, it was September. So I had all winter to heal. Right. And that's why I wore a patch over my eye yep. Yep. for 94 because my nerve was turned in. They were trying to work on that and everything. But but then when 2002 came and it paralyzed this side or partially paralyzed it then that took me out then completely i still ran a couple times but i yeah, had no business we saw some there. videos so i think 2014 you got to yeah, run a little bit yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so the biggest thing to me about sprint cars is that they're, they're badass fast yeah and they're also super sketchy yeah like you guys take a beating yeah. and you just kept going yeah like you get banged up and go race banged up yeah is that because that was it you didn't care you just want to race yes all bound yeah. to you know i yeah. mean it's Whatever it took to keep going, that's what you had to yeah. do. So there's a story about you racing mm-hmm. at the, uh, I think it was the dirt mile at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Is that the right track? I don't know. I don't know the story. You were, is there a mile track at the dirt? Is yeah, that, the Indy, okay, okay, yeah, cool. the Hoosier yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there's a story about you running at the Indiana State Fair, Fairgrounds, which is a dirt mile, which is fast as Yeah. And you had a broken leg in a cast, including your ankle, and you used a bungee. So you could use your leg with that your hands? Was, that was Eldora at the Four Crown. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Man. Okay, wow. All right. What happened on Wednesday night? A uh, big clod come in and broke my ankle at Lernerville on Wednesday night. Wait, wait. It's like a dirt? Yeah, sprint car race. An all-star or World of Outlaw. I don't remember yeah. which. And a dirt clod came into the car. It just smashed in the, the side panel. It just broke your leg. broke my ankle. Jesus Christ. Okay. So I, they finally take me to the hospital. Well, in the ambulance, they say, move your leg. Yeah, it ain't broken. Bro. So we go to the ambulance. We go to the hospital. And they, they they say, well, look, your ankle's broken. We can't set it till tomorrow, you know, and till the swelling goes down. I said, I'll be in Ohio tomorrow. <laughs> I got a race. Yeah, and they said, well, well we're not going to give you no pain pills. I said, I didn't ask for any. The next day, I go to the doctor, and he puts a cast on my foot. So the next day, we qualify for the fork round. And we made all the races, but they, with the bungee cord under my it didn't quite work as good. Okay, so the idea was you put a bungee cord under my knee, under your knee, so you could so pull it up. So you could pull it, and that was for the brake of the gas. Gas. Okay, so, so I could take the gas off. <laughs> so basically, you just full throttle, and you pull to get the thing to turn, yeah. and then back to it. Yeah. And that was a good idea. No, but but I did it. <laughs> the smile on your face <laughs> says yeah. it all. Uh, now the best part now, of that night, though. Uh, the best part. Brent Kading crashed, and this was on qualifying night. 
Brent Caden crashed and cut the shit out of his knee. I mean, big cut. So I'm driving home. I'm telling Brent, I said, now, Brent, here's the deal, buddy. Your leg's cut pretty bad. Don't think. It's no big deal. If you don't race the markers you can't race, don't worry about it. We got more races and you'll get another chance. Don't let this race, don't get down, you know, because you'll still be able. And he looked over at the cast on my foot. He said, what in the hell do you think you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lecturing him not to race, and I got a cast on my foot. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, you're you're driving with bungee cords. You're driving with eye patches just to keep going. Is this because you can't not race? Like, it's just not in you? Or, like, do you need this prize money to keep going? Look, I didn't do drugs. I wasn't right. much of a drinker. Yeah. I was an adrenaline junkie. And you just got to do it. I mean, if, you know, you just, I tell people, you know, you, if you did drugs, you had to come down to, to do drugs. I said, for you, I said, mine lasts for a week, you know, until the next race. But, yeah, I, there just wasn't nothing else that you wanted to do. I'm just, okay, so this was just, this had nothing to do with money. You no. just wanted to race. Yep. Yeah. That's insane. Schrader, uh, we met with Schrader a couple of days ago. He told the story of when you were driving with the patch. And I guess you guys you guys almost collected each other because he went high. And you yelled at him because they, like, that's the side with the patch. Yeah, that was the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like, well, what do you expect? I got an eye patch. <laughs> so the only other, one of the big career things is you won the four crown. Uh we were there yeah. that night. Yeah, we were, were there that really? night. No, but no. We, we heard that's what everybody says to you. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first time ever to race track, and you win all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, by that, we, we imagine there was probably about 200,000 people who were there that night. Oh, yeah. Heard yeah. So many yeah. Times. He says yeah. this, right, right. Yeah. So how many times do you hear, I was there that night? Would you I don't, say? I'd hate to think. I don't right. know a lot. Yeah, probably right. more than the capacity of Yeah, but not just there. That, well, a lot of them are there, right. Right, and they say that. But I, I probably had just a minute saying that was the first time ever to Eldora. Yeah. Well, and you made it boring. Yeah. <laughs> and you destroyed everybody. Yeah. They just thought there wasn't nothing to do it. Yeah. Right. It was easy. Right. Yeah. yeah. This must happen every right. time. Yeah. So literally you go to one racetrack one day, the biggest, you know, one of the biggest dirt track events of the year, and you win every category that's on track that night, basically. You win midgets, you win sprints, silver crown, and, and modifieds. Um, did you think that was going to be the case? I never thought it was possible. Right. Right. You know, and, and he had the, I just didn't think nobody could ever do that, you no. know. Because no one had before, right? No. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and to me, I always, Kenny Schrader's younger than me, but I would looked up at him because he was the first one to get to run all four of Medell Door. I mean, and oh, yeah, he had me drooling. And, and then we're talking 15 years later before I got to start doing it, you know. And uh, yeah, he got all the, he, but, and I don't know how many he won in one day, but like Rich Vogler, Steve Butler, myself, and, and like I said, I'm not sure how many of us have won two in one day. Well, then Larson won three. So, uh, you know, it, 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 I still didn't think four, but to win four of them was just, you know, like I said, the only thing I did wrong that night, I didn't play the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd have won that too. Yeah, because you're the only person to truly win the four crown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's got to be one of the highest accolades you could ever ask for. Well, the thing that's bad, for the Indy 500, I had my Parker racing uniform, Parker machinery okay. uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Four Crown, I had my Parker uniform. So instead of breaking, I had two uniforms to sell. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? There you go. But, yeah. but, and and everything had was, was, was a Parker deal, but 
and it was all in 98. They could have flooded up a little bit. Right, yeah, get a little more money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's video of you literally getting out of your car and sprinting to the next car yeah, because but, that's how it was. But it was so easy. We could have did all four of them over again. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, tell how it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> They're interviewing me. I said, you know, because it was a fairy tale night. I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, no one man, ever I said, Snow White and Cinderella, they don't have shit on me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just, you don't rehearse that. It just comes no. out. Comes yeah. So you mentioned this earlier. You got your mom. You got your mouth from your mom. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So why is she? Why is she such a pistol? I mean, this has got to be like hand me down. She person. had. She had to put up with my dad. Okay. And, yeah. And and my mom, I tell everybody, you know, she was four foot eight, laying down or standing up. <laughs> yeah. And she was. She was. She was. A, her name was Lois Irene, but when she was born, my dad, my grandpa wanted a boy, so he called her Jake. <laughs> and that's what everybody knew her as, Jake. You know. And she was just, she was mom if now. If you're a young girl named Jake, yeah, you yeah. Got, you're going to come out with a little personality. Yeah. yeah it's going to be built into you. And it's hard to believe when I tell people I'm a mommy's boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. How patient is your wife? Excuse How me? patient is your wife? She used to be a lot more patient than she is now. <laughs> She's had it. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I'm, I'm rubbing the edge of it right now. Okay. Right, right. Year after year. <laughs> She's put up with a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the poor thing. She's been on the end of most of my... Or a lot of my remarks. Yeah, about know. to say, like the Lion Dyke joke. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that, that is your life. And she but lived it, so. Yeah, she sat there going, that's mine. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn, I chose it. <laughs> How'd you guys meet? She was sitting on a jukebox at this pub pub bar that we hung out of. Mm-hmm. She was sitting on a jukebox and this sweater on, had big boobs. <laughs> and she told her friend, she said, I'm going to marry him. <laughs> Oh, and I didn't. I looked at them boobs. And I thought, man, sounds good to me. You know, <laughs> I didn't say that that night, but it all worked out good. <laughs> <laughs> and kids, that is love. So we do a pass along question, and uh, we were with Helio Castroneves, four-time Indy 500 winner, just yesterday, and he wants to know what's the dirtiest thing you've ever done at a dirt track. It doesn't have to be on the track. It could be fighting in the pat in the in the pits. It could be. It could be fighting in the pits. It could be, you know, pranking somebody. Anything. Um, the dirtiest thing. Men are so many. I, <laughs> yeah. Top five. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. right. Um, well, I got to say one of the, the best was Kenny Jacobs at the mile at Syracuse crashed. And he hit his head pretty bad. And, and it, he had a concussion, and he didn't know anything. But when you do that, you bullshit your way enough so they don't take you to the hospital. Anyway, Kenny comes to hide. He comes down to my trailer. He said, Jack, he said, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what happened. He said, you know, I just had to get away from her. I said, you don't remember nothing? He said, no. I said, man, you just busted your ass. I said, you flipped over the back straightaway at Chillicothe, Ohio, and busted your ass. I said, off the back straightaway. So now (laughs) he goes back to his car and says, well, now, you know, I flipped down the he back straight away, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> now they're, he's an expert. Yeah, now they're yeah. taking him to the hospital, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, old man, he's bad. We got to get rid of him. We got to take him to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he come down cussing, man. He was hot. Right. So tomorrow we're going to go have lunch with Scott Sharp, who might have been in the 500 that you did. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely Yeah, he was definitely there. Yeah, yeah. If you could ever ask any question of Scott Sharp, what would it be? doesn't have to be racing, and it can definitely make fun of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Is it rough trying to be a pretty boy all the time? Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we expected. 
So I reached out to uh, a young man named Tony Stewart, mm. and I said, what's the best, best story I should ask Jack Hewitt about? And he said, ask about the time I outfished him at Terre Haute. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> shit. He didn't either. <laughs> he went, and, and, and it was a bad week. He come in here, he's got his Prevo. Uh-huh. I think he's got the whole floor at the Holiday Inn. Right, right. Yes. Now, we got an old Sun Voyager motorhome at Don Smith's place at First Bank of Terre Haute. <laughs> so we turn around, and uh, we're fishing now. It's my, my boy yeah. and Tony and Jody and I. And Tony said, where my I said, you kids get in the back, you know, Cody and him. So right, they're right. back there fishing. And we fish till 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah. Tony, he's pulling in this big old fish and shit, you know. And it's after he fights this thing for five minutes, he pulls in, and it's probably a five-pound bass. Oh, so what do you... <laughs> no, it's orange and white and number 20 on the side of it. He done had a bass painted that was <laughs> like, you know, a you asshole. So he yeah. put it on the line. He put one down there. there. Yeah. 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 So since you do pay a little bit of attention to racing right now, um, looking at the, you know, the guys across all kinds of different racing, is there a guy now that if he showed up at the track, you wouldn't have even given him one chance? You'd have just punched him right in the face right away? Well, this Dane Cameron, I don't know if you guys know much about road racing, but uh-huh. but he's he's a pretty good road racer. Sure. Uh-huh. He's got zero personality. He don't help our sport one bit. Yep. You yep. know, because, of, you know, you got to be there for the fans. Right. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's there for his wife. I don't even know if he's married, but I know he's not doing our sport any good whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, hey, Cameron, I know you don't know me from Bell Straw, but I'm telling you what, kiss my d- <laughs> That's what we're known for. Right? Is that better? Or yes. Not? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. we, were, we were waiting for this, yeah. but since okay. you brought it you up. You brought it up. Yeah. So That's the only thing they're going to remember when I'm dead. Nah, it's not true, There man. won't be one four round. Four, four crown. You, you four did the show. Four, four crown. That thing. Remember when you, do you remember when you swept, literally had to sweep the uh, they, victory circle? They gave me the broom. They said, uh-huh. what the hell? Yeah. I said, there right. ain't no trash here. Yeah. <laughs> My wife felt, but we did. Like, dumb come ass. on, dumbass. Yeah. So, like, literally, you're at victory lane having just won all four races at once, and Bernice. The only uh, person like in the history the, to do it. Yeah, yeah. and Bernice, who's the, you know, one of the two co-owners, gives you a broom, and you're like, what? Why do I have this? Yeah, I said, there ain't no trash here in Georgia. He elbowed me. <laughs> like, sweep the f***ing weekend, <laughs> man. Come on. Yeah. 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 How dumb are you? All right. That's what you should be known that's for. That's what you'll be known that's for. That's why you're I'm here with us right now is to make sure yeah. that's clear. Okay. Like, now listen. Okay. In here the we Sprint go. Car Hall of Fame. Here's the deal. All right. This generation. Yes. When it's gone, our generation. Uh-huh. The kids that don't know Jack Hewitt, that video is going to live on forever. Sure. Right. Sure. The yeah, racing. They, you know, I mean, they can't tell you what your kinder was Knoxville National. Yeah. That video will go past. I like that. Yeah. It's not what I want to be remembered for, but it came out. I, I didn't rehearse that. I never said it before. Yeah. Right. No, we figured. <laughs> well, I was mad. It was very original. Right. Okay. Yeah. So tell us the background behind the very famous Kiss My <laughs> video. I was starting about in the middle of the pack at Macon Speedway, Macon, Illinois. Yeah. And it was a USAC midget race. And anyway, we was going down the back straightaway, and the midgets... They don't run that smooth going slow. Well, mine died. I mean, it just chugged and stopped. They were so slow. So, anyway, we was coming around to get the green flag. Well, and so I'm looking at the light, and the lights went out, and then he hit the yellow light, and then he turned it back out. The cars came off of four, went into one. He turned the green flag light on. It did the green flag coming off the deal. So they all come around. He said, well, I didn't want to cause a crash on the first straightaway. So instead, they all go by except this Ford. His last name was Ford, I think, number 10 car. Ran into the back. I mean, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault, being parked right in the middle. No, it was sure. Shipman's well, fault. It was because of the light. Yeah, yeah. So I get out of the car, and I go down, and 
I'm so mad I'm not even thinking. Right. If I'd have went to the other side, that's where the steps was. Okay. I would have got a hold of his throat. <laughs> but as it was, I'm down there. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm calling him every little fat query, son of a bitch, and all this stuff. And Billy shit, and Bill Curry comes up. He said, Jack, if you call him one more name, he said, it's 50 bucks. Oh, I got, I got, I got 50 bucks. What, 350? He quit counting. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go back to the pits. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when they turn around and 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 Dio said, "Hey, you yeah. got time for an interview? You damn right, I got time for an interview." <laughs> and then then it just went on. History and notoriety. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you say you don't want to be known for that? I'm not proud of it, you know. Oh, but, sure, sure. But I guess it's better not being. Been known at all. Yeah, okay. that's true. So you're okay that's with that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, and the kids have fun with it. So I, and right now they're it, saying. It is funny. You know, they're talking about Brandon. Well, yeah. this ain't quite that bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did when I had the shirts made, the KMD shirts. Yeah, kiss my d- yeah. Well, but I, I I cleaned it up and I put keep moving dirt on the bottom of it. Keep moving uh, dirt. Oh, I like keep moving dirt. Well. Yeah, I see. yeah. But people wouldn't buy the shirt because they didn't understand it. Right. Yeah, I get that. I, if I explained it to you, you bought the shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So now we just were getting them made without it. Okay. <laughs> and I had another guy said, look, you can retire if you let me put kids my d- on there and let me sell them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I ain't thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I didn't know yet. Our, I don't know. Our fi- like, we have several favorite parts about the, the video. It's like, as you're saying some of the things you're realizing... You probably shouldn't have said that on TV kind of thing. And then at the end of the rant, you're so mad, and mm. the guy's like, you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. I think you go Please, from, yes. like, yeah. 11 yeah. to, like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. So and that's why we did fighting, you know? Yeah, yeah. We fight like hell, and then, yep, now we're bullshit. Yeah, now we're over. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I didn't realize this, but Kendra pointed out that your wife, Jody, walks up in the background, sees what's happening, is like, nope, and then walks right <laughs> out of the shot. Yeah. Yeah, she knew better. The, the specific phrase "kiss my d- uh, <laughs> came out of you very naturally. Uh, was is this something you normally say to people? I've never said it. You'd never said yeah. it before. Yeah. Okay. See, one time <clears throat> down in Louisville, Kentucky, yep. we had a USAC race at the Dinky Little Flat okay. Pavement Track. I'm running second. Kenny Irwin's running third in Hoffman's car. Oh, okay. Kenny Irwin takes us both out. Yeah. Well, Hoffman come down to me blaming me. Well, I'm going home watching that on TV, and he said, and he said, and if you're wrong, I say, kiss my ass. I said, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> well, he told everybody, he said, we didn't have to say from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> no, I want you to know how serious I am, you know. Yeah, right, 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 I mean, right, I'm right. sincere about this deal, and, <laughs> but, and that was just, you know, like I said, just comes out. <laughs> Not always good, but it comes out. But that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah, so uh, if you're listening, you can go to YouTube, type in Jack Hewitt. And it's a pretty popular video, and it is. I mean, it's mm. funny, man. I got to tell you, it's hilarious. Mm. Yeah. But that's Jack Hewitt. You're not afraid to say what's on your mind. Well, everybody should be like that. You know, because, yeah. and like, I don't have stomach problems. If I'm thinking it, I'm saying it. And sometimes it comes out saying it before I think about it. Yeah. I yeah. tell people that, that that check valve between my mouth and my brain, it never has Up worked. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it never has worked. <laughs> Here's a story you'll like, and oh whether you're doing it, if you're off the wind. Uh, yeah, fun. go crazy. My dad got burnt up. Okay. Had a junkyard. He was cutting a gas tank out and it exploded and burned him up. Well, he died two weeks later. And uh, my dad was my best friend. But, but anyways, we go to the funeral home, my mom, Jody, and me. And we walk in while well, Chaney's not there, Howard. 
And they said, look, you know, the two ladies that maintain the place through the day, said, look, I called him, he's on his way, just to have a seat. And I said, no, I said, take it back to where you go. I said, we know we're going to cremate him. I said, so let's look at the urns. So we're sitting there, and right off the bat, we find an urn we like, we picked it. Well, Cheney walked in, Howard comes in, and he says, uh, now look, it's starting, he starts giving us these prices. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, we're cremating him. Oh, okay. He said, well, you need an urn. I said, right here's the urn. He said, now look, it takes $3,200 to cremate somebody. He said, you got to buy a box for 200 bucks, a cardboard box to burn. I don't get that. But he said, and it's 3000 to actually burn them. I said, well, Howard, I said, what's my price? And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, my dad's already half burned up. I shouldn't have to pay full price. Uh, yep. I knew that was coming. He didn't even try to sell me a get well card. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't telling me nothing. Jody and Mom, they just dropped their head. Oh, yeah, this is your dad. And then a couple years ago, we had a buddy up here up the road. Uh-huh. He was with Dave Blaney, yeah. Bobby Davis Jr., all of them with Casey Looney hung out with. Yeah. Well, he had sugar really bad. Okay. And they had to cut three of his toes off and two of his fingers. Uh, diabetes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and his wife's there with him and stuff. And and, he, and I call him up and everything. I said, Dave. He said, what? And I said, he said, you know, I said, you doing all right? Said, yeah, I'm doing okay. He said, they took my toes and my fingers. I said, look, I'm at the dollar store. I said, what size shoe you wear? He said, a 10, I think he said. And he said, I said, well, look, I'm here at the dollar store. I know your toes and your feet's going to be tender. I said, I'll buy you a pair of flip-flops. And he just went quiet. How in the hell can I wear flip-flops? I ain't got no big toes. <laughs> and then right before he died, we called him up in Pennsylvania. He said, don't think I forgot about them flip-flops either, he said. I guess he thought I was calling him up for pity. God damn. Oh, Jesus, don't ever change. Yeah, all right. Um... There's a uh, Jack Hewitt Classic Race at Waynesfield Raceway Park. Yes. It's been at Kokomo, and it's also been at Attica. Is that pretty special to have a have a race named after you? It's better than a memorial. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, Shane Helm, well, you know, when, when they had it there at Waynesfield forever, yeah. you know, uh, and then Shane Helm finally got the track, which they was all doing it, you know. And then Shane, he just went and taken it to the next level, and uh, – what can you say? I mean, he just made it well, and it, just, and it's, it should be at Eldora, I mean, you know, because they wanted it there and everything. But, but I told him as long as they want it there, we'll do it there. And, and, uh, and then after that, if it's a memorial, then Cody and Jody will have to, yeah. But, but, but they both told me. Now, my boy's a nut. He's got one arm. He lost his arm on a motorcycle. He drives 12,000 miles a year on a 1,800 yeah, Honda, flies. He's, he acts like his mom. And, and, and my wife just got little things wrong with that. She said, now, Jack, you've got things scattered everywhere. She said, you got to start bringing in because if something happens to you, you know, we're not going to know where nothing is. Sure, yeah. right. I said, like either one of you is going to outlive me. Give me a <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? Huh? Man, you guys got a little wrong. I call the shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, most fans, that's not Eldora. Like where would you get the biggest turnout of Jack Hewitt crowd? Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. yeah. The coin. So I'd say yeah, both them. Coin's big, yeah. Both of them was pretty good for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chili Bowl was good. We sold a lot of T-shirts there one that well one year. Yeah. Unreal. The way it's grown over the years, does it surprise you how big it is now? The Chili Bowl. Oh, it's a business town, and that's what yeah. the problem is. The people don't, you know, for me, 
And I tell the kids today, I've always told them, I said, you know, they said, well, what do you think? Give me some advice on raising. I said, I'm going to tell you two things. I said, that helped me. I said, when you sign your name and autograph, make sure they can read it. I said, and the other, always be there for your fans. And, but, but what happens now, I talk a little bit. But now when they come up, and like I told you earlier about doing a short interview, well, when an announcer comes up to talk, well, did you have fun tonight? Yep. Well, you ran forth in the future? Yep. You know, well, did you pass him? I don't know. So the announcers stay away from those guys. So now if I'm in the pits, they're going to come down and talk to me because I'm going to go into detail. So now, and I never realized it until right toward the end, them rich people setting up in the grandstand that are watching the races, they're wanting to get involved with racing. Well, they're going to say, well, who are we going to sponsor? Well, he gets a lot of attention. It's not that I do any better than those guys, but I talk and, and people, you know, they play. I mean, and just because you do longer and better better speaking on the on the microphone mm-hmm. and stuff, I've got a lot of sponsors because yeah, of that. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? And I never realized it until way later in my career, you know. Yeah. And I tell them now, I wish I knew where they thought because I give a lot of my helmets away. But I said, what the kids need to do today is if you come up and say, man, I want one of your helmets. Okay, I'm going to go buy a new one. You pay to get a painting like this one, and I'll tell you this one right. just for that. Well, right, right. So their helmets are going to be wrong to keep their name going longer. Sure, Same thing with sure. the uniform. If you want mm-hmm. a uniform, buy me a uniform, put your name on it, I'll sign it and give it back when I'm done with it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, yeah, and, yeah. and just to carry on to get your name spread mm-hmm. out more and things like that. The, mm-hmm. To make more people part of your deal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just you know, and that's, it. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Ross Chastain ran a, uh, a tribute livery oh, on man. his truck. Was that cool? Was that? Yeah. Um, was Jake, I think Jake might have been his uh, the, the shop foreman or whatever. Okay. I think that was the name of Jake from Ohio. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, he called up me and said, hey, my favorite paint job was the 21 car. I said, mine too. <laughs> he said, well, would you mind if we put the the truck cross chain? I said, no. I said, that's, thank you. Yeah, I said, that's a yeah, compliment. Yeah. He said, well, what do you think about the J.W. Hunt Produce? I said, he's no longer with us, and the produce company's not there. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure his son would feel just as honored as I would. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, and the duck? I said, well, let me tell you about the duck. And I said, Rodney Combs, when he sponsored Rodney, had a big Superman emblem on it. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Hunt had to do it, so he came up with the super duck. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything. Right, just somebody like, yeah. But, and when they come up and showed us that truck, I thought, man, what a neat deal. Yeah, yeah. That you is know? cool. That's really And here cool. Mr. Hunt sponsored us all them years from Plant City. Uh-huh. Ross Chastain just down the road with a watermelon set of strawberries. I mean, right. it was just a fun night. That's cool. So, uh, as we're winding down, it's getting late. What's the uh, what's the Jack Hewitt legacy you'd want to leave behind if someone listened to this, you know, 20 years, 30 years from now? Just to let us know what racing was really like. You know, my dad's era with Raleigh Bill and, and Joe Saldana mm-hmm. and those guys, you know, without the roll cage even, and then come to them, and they probably thought my generation was a Yeah. I know today's generation is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. a hell of a legacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're obviously, you know, you are watching the sports some, you know, you're paying attention to NASCAR now, and I'm mm. sure you watch the dirt stuff when it's on TV. Uh, there is no one magic cure for how to make the sport better, but in Jack Hewitt's mind, 
what would you do if you could fix NASCAR or USAC or whatever's out there, World of Outlaws? The biggest problem we got for the short track now, NASCAR, I don't know. Quit changing the rules every year. I guess let them go back to racing, but but if they went and made the guys unload everywhere in the infield to where they can't run back to their trailers and hide from everybody, let them be accessible to the fans. The drivers. The, the, yeah, the fans yeah. don't come down no more because they can't even do it, you know. We want to race at Richmond, Virginia, and I'm waiting on my uncle and aunt to come down from Maryland. They wouldn't let them through the gate. I said, man, you change this shit. next year. I said, I went and got them. I said, they can come down to my pit. And the next year, then they let them down there because, you know, you was only a fan of Jack Hewitt or thought you might like him for one race. Because after the race you come down, we were friends. Yeah, right. You right. know, and you can't believe just when you can remember somebody's na yeah. name. Yeah. I met one little girl, Sharon. She used to make me a birthday cake when she was 12, 13, her and her two sisters. Yeah, yeah. We turned around, and she came up, and she said, you remember me. Now, this is 40 years later. I said, Sharon, I couldn't give her a million bucks. Yeah, right, right. You know, yeah. and, and when you just try to remember people's name or at least make them part of your deal, it's yeah, just a yeah. total, Changes total thing. deal. Yep. Yeah. And, and we've got none of that anymore. I agree. So the, yeah. even in what the short track scene, which is arguably one of the more accessible forms yes. of racing today. It was. Yeah, you got it uh, right. It was. Uh, yeah. uh, you you would go much further than we have right now to make that infield accessible for fans. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Get it to where they can't. You know, they have to unload, and then they, while they have come in, you know, they'll make the, the right deal to bring the part down, and then they have to turn around and, and to where as soon as the race is over, they can't fly back to their trailer and hide. You know, they got to bring okay. the trailer down to load it. Yeah. So race is over. Keep yeah. it out. Everybody stay there for an hour. Let the fans yep. come through. See, I told them in Eldora, I said, if it was me, I would eliminate them in the infield. Uh, I wouldn't eliminate. I take the whoever won, who was ever in the feature, say it last. Let's just go with the King's Royal. Whoever was in the feature last year's King's Royal, get their truck and trailer right out on the front straightaway. Everybody else has to unload in the infield. If you want to stay up on top, fine. But everybody that unloads, the top finishing car that unloads gets a thousand bucks. You know, and then and that way. The people's going to be there, you right, know, and right. they can watch people and things like that. So you're and saying get the fans more engaged with the more people More engaged doing it. at yeah, the whole yeah, thing, you yeah. know. It just yeah. they today they think if they buy a T-shirt they're engaged. No, no they're not. Yeah, no, you I know. Agree. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not at all in my book. You know, I just it's a sad deal. Was there anything you didn't want us to ask about? No, nah, well, you don't, you don't seem too shy. Oh no, <laughs> probably my biggest deal, Charlie over in Australia. Okay. Charlie Schwartz, I got him over there. Yeah. Well, he was my best salesman. Could we go up around the grill and all the bars and Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, no, I'm not like him. He said, I don't like to eat <laughs> He said, but I'll do it to be competitive, he said. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that was pretty cool of Charlie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he would tell the girl that, well, hell yeah, man. <laughs> and that's what I tell people. I said, you know, back when I had my long hair and my beard, it was all black. Right, right. Yeah. I said, and we go to bed that night, and I wake up in the morning, I have my... my it looked like a glazed donut. You know, I said, now I wake up with his white mustache. I can't tell if I did a good job or not. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's what I tell him, you know. What do you guys call that thing, airport or landing strip or something now? That's <laughs> landing strip, landing yes. Strip. Yeah. Back yes. in my day, we called it a beaver, and I wanted a pelt that you could, <laughs> it, would be like, it would be like a pillow, man. You could, you could lay your head down on that thing and be uh, that, that, that guy, my pillow ain't got shit.
fucking one. I used to say, oh, God. Yeah, landing strip. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, if, well, after you tell people, you want a beaver, you want a big beaver, I want a pelt on the side of my right, bitch. Right, exactly. That's mm-hmm. right. I get it. <laughs> There's your T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to go on the road for two <laughs> weeks? It's pelt services. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Beaver trapping. Yeah. Ooh, beaver trapping. Beaver trapping. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're gonna make some new Jack Hewitt shirts. Yeah. All right. Well, I think on that note, Continental's got the check. And that will close out the one and only Jack Hewitt. Uh, hey, Josh Mathis, Kevin Lincoln, and Jeremy Latham. Hope this was the episode you were expecting. I don't know. Uh, here's the song Bad by Royal Deluxe. I made the devil run. I gave him poison just for fun. I had one friend, now there's none I made the devil run I broke so many bones But none of them were ever my own They were an army, I was alone I broke so many bones Bad as bad could be. Bad as bad could be so bad.